We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. McPherson on the fan thinking about pitching and I was just talking to Marco about starting pitchers and what Lucas Giolito signed with the Red Sox for 38.5 million you've got Frankie Montas signing with the Reds for like 15 16 million one year. Jack Flaherty signing with the Tigers 14 million one year. Luis Severino actually got 13 million dollars for one year. Because of starting pitching, you can never have enough pitching. You know these guys have wear and tear on their shoulders, their elbows, their lats, their their legs, their hamstrings, their calves, something. They're all going to get hurt at some point, and then you need depth. And as I'm thinking about the Yankees and Brian Cashman trading away, pitching depth the last three years, any Yankee fan can tell you five guys that were traded away, whether it was the Frankie Montas deal, whether it was, I don't know, uh, Joey Gallo, um, Benintendi, or just now with them. Juan Soto. I have to believe that Brian Cashman knows he traded away a ton of pitching depth. I have to believe that he plans on replenishing it. Or maybe he knows better than us. And there's some young guys waiting in the wings that are going to get an opportunity this year. That's what I'm starting to feel like, Yankee fans. Two things are going to happen here. One... Cashman's going to wheel and deal and make trades. They're not going to take the money, right? And and that's why I don't want to stop talking about Yamamoto. They're not going to take the money that they were potentially going to throw at Yamamoto and say, oh, yeah, well, we'll take Josh Hader and we'll take Blake Snell. They're not doing that. Some of that money can go potentially to Jordan Montgomery, but I feel like I've, I've had this feeling about Monty He probably wants to go elsewhere, whether that's Boston, whether that's coming back to New York and being a Met. um, There shouldn't be any hard feelings. There shouldn't be any animosity. 
It's business. And if the Yankees give him a fair offer and he doesn't have a better offer, he should come home. But as I'm thinking about the Yankees and starting pitching and I'm going off of their own habits and behavior, Brian Cashman is going to wheel and deal and make some random trades. You're going to get some random guys in here. You're also going to get some spring training invites. So one here's one and two. One is a combination of random trade slash spring training invites for some journeymen or some guys that we forgot about that are, you know, older veterans that nobody wants anymore. Those guys are going to come in. A trade, spring training invites. Those are guys, those guys are going to come in and battle with young guys for the like fifth starter spot and pitching depth. And then the last part is they're going to go buy an arm, whether it be Jordan Montgomery or I, I think it's Jordan Montgomery. They're going to try and buy another guy. If it's, it's this Shata Imanaga, they're going to try and buy. So one of those two things are going to happen or both or all can happen. And as far as getting another bat in here, I honestly think they, they think they've done enough. What did they need to address? Left-handed hitting, um, having another threat in the lineup in case Judge goes down, or just having a, another threat in the, in the lineup for protection with Judge. Um, they did that with Juan Soto. And I think Yankee fans, most of us are so spoiled. Uh, I think Yankee fans are impatient because it's been 15 years since the last World Series appearance that a, a lot of Yankee fans want this offseason to be like the 2008 into 2009 offseason where it's like they're going for it or the uh, 2013 into 2014 offseason for farewell captain where it's like, oh, they're going for it, where you get, um, you know, the the A.J. Burnett, C.C. Zerbathia, Mark Teixeira, or you get the Masahiro Tanaka, Carlos Beltran, Brian McCann, Jacoby Ellsbury. That is not what they do anymore. They made the obvious trade to get a, a Juan Soto because they were in the front of the line and they never let anybody jump them in front of the line. But when it comes to free agency, they 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 spent last year, right? I, I saw, you know, I guess everybody talking about it on Yankees Twitter today that out of, you know, X amount of teams, they're one of four teams that haven't spent a dollar. Okay, they haven't spent as far as buying a free agent, but their payroll will go up with the additions that they've made. They have made a couple trades. They traded away Estevan Florial. They, they brought in Juan Soto Verdugo. And Trent Grisham, um, there, there's more to be done. I don't think they have to break the bank and spend like they did last year with over you know $500 million in Judge and Carlos Rodon because they won 82 games after that. So, well, I mean, we'll get there with the baseball conversations, but I'm just preaching patience. There is no MLB free agent frenzy. This stuff plays out over the next two months because – it is also a competition. There are negotiations going on. And what I mean is there are contract negotiations going on between the Scott Borises of the world and these teams. And then there's also competitions between teams, as we just saw the competition for Yashinobu Yamamoto, which a lot of that was fake. He met with the Red Sox. He met with the Giants. He met with the Phillies. I don't know if their, you know, sports talk radio stations are talking about Yamamoto still. I think here we got so wrapped up into Yankees versus Mets competing for the services of Yamamoto. He didn't want to be 
on either team. He wanted to be a Dodger. He talked about being a younger man and coming to the States and seeing a Dodger postseason game. He also talked about, which we should note here as Yankees and Mets fans, winning, winning now and winning in the future. The Dodgers may only have that 2020-60 game Mickey Mouse ring, call it what you want to call it, but they were in the World Series against the cheating Astros, and they do win 100 games, win their division, find themselves in October every year. I think Yamamoto looked at that and said that's consistency. And something that I've said on air about the Dodgers is they're always going for it. They don't ever stop trying to improve that team. Mookie Betts, hell yeah, we want Mookie Betts. Freddie Freeman is available. Braves fumbling around with him. We'll take him. You know, uh, when they had Max Scherzer, when they got Trey Turner, when they got Manny Machado, like they were always, when can you improve your team? You can improve your team in the offseason and free agency. You can improve at the deadline. They don't miss those opportunities. Yeah, sure, we'll take Joey Gallo. He'll hit some home runs for us. Yeah, who else? Uh, J.D. Martinez want to sign here? Come on, come on down. You know, they, they, they are always changing that team. They are always adding to that team. And I respect that. They are the new gold standard of baseball, even though, you know, folks want to tell you the Yankees are still the gold standard or other folks on the other side of town will tell you Steve Cohen and the Mets are the new gold standard. Based off of what? The Dodgers are the new gold standard as far as they get who they want. They will pay for who they want. They will make trades. They will go for it in the wintertime and at the deadline, and they win. They win. I know it's regular season games. But you, you can't take away from them 2020. They have that World Series. They have a, a recent World Series appearance before that. And who's to say they don't get one out of the next uh, four or five World Series coming up? 877-337-6666. All right, now back to the conversations we were having about the Knicks and the Nets talking basketball because football is absolutely cooked. Nobody cares to talk about Zach Wilson and concussion protocol. Rob Sala <clears throat> still... Saying, like, Rob, give it a break. You don't have to be a cheerleader for this kid. You, No one is paying you to say he's going to have a long career in this league. Nobody knows that. He's been statistically one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. And he's led to your terrible record as a head coach, but you're still endorsing the guy. I mean, Rob Sala's press conferences are a joke. Let somebody else talk. I'm glad that Brees Hall came out there and 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 made his statement. It, it's usually a time where you say, like, bro, say less, chill. Actions speak louder than words. We know. But I feel like this kid is frustrated. He came back this year off that ACL. He spent all last year rehabbing, getting pumped up for this Aaron Rodgers season. He tweeted out, I'm telling y'all now, in 2024, I will be a top running back. I will be in the Pro Bowl. I will be an All-Pro. And it will continue years after that. Will the Jets be able to pay him? Will the Giants pay Saquon Barkley? Are you going to have to put that 26 jersey up in the closet next to that 13 jersey? Is that it? For the number two overall pick, Saquon Barkley no matter what? Or is he back with the Giants? 877-337-6666. I know he needs 84 yards this weekend. They better hand him the rock. The Eagles, they're going to compete. The Eagles are in a bad one right now, and 
They're about to lose the division. I should have known the fix was in with the Dallas Cowboys. I just don't believe in them. I think they're frauds. But the NFC East champion hasn't been back-to-back since, I think, 2003, 2004. I should have known. I should have known. I should have bet everything on it. I'm looking at the Eagles, and I'm saying, oh, they have the better strength of schedule. Oh, they have the easier schedule the rest of the way. They're not losing at home to the Cardinals. They're not losing to the Giants twice. (laughs) They found a way to lose to the Cardinals. Who's to say they can't lose to Tyrod Taylor and the Giants, especially with guys playing for incentives like, you know, Darius Slayton needs five catches for 50 on the year. Jihad Ward needs another sack. Uh, We'll go through some of those as we get later in the night. But let's take some calls. I got people waiting. Josh and Pasek on the fan. What's up, Josh? Good, Keith. How are you? You know, hanging in there, man. Um, at least I got the doubles. The Nets are trash, and it's just like I don't, I don't see, I don't see an end in sight. I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. I don't see how this changes. Nobody's coming back to save the Nets. Not Ben Simmons. I can't wait to see Lonnie Walker back, but I don't think he makes that much of a difference. So, first with the Nets, Keith, you're saying how you'd want them to sell, get more draft picks, but do we trust them drafting players? And they had two first-round picks this year. And we've only seen a few minutes from each of them. And what, what players have they drafted that have been standout? Cam Thomas, for a few games, was Claxton's an okay center. Dinwiddie was okay. Levert was okay. So, I don't know. I'm not understanding why somebody was No, trusting. I don't. The, the circle of trust has been broken. Uh, I remember we used to make, in March, we trust T-shirts with the Talking Nets podcast. I don't know. I don't know if I can trust these guys. I, like, I, I went on that little rant about how they went the superstar route, and they didn't let KD be the GM, let Kyrie run the team. And I understand that because those guys were headaches and barely played. But it's like that's what you signed up for. And when you uh, abort that mission, like you got to have a plan. And I don't think they actually had a plan <clears throat> going into this year. I think the plan that Ben Simmons was going to return to form, like I wouldn't have put a dollar bet on that. I was telling everybody, hey, whatever you get out of Ben Simmons is a bonus. What have they gotten out of Ben Simmons this year? So do I trust him to draft? Uh, People aren't raving about this 2024 draft coming up in June. But I just look at these next couple years as a wash for the Nets. And they're talking about they're going to build around Mikael Bridges because of his contract. No, Mikael Bridges is a wingman. He's He's a Batman. He's a Robin to someone's Batman. You need an actual point guard in here. You need a star. No, it's kind of like these guys have been like pizza, kind of. They're good. You know, first time now that it's like kind of like microwave pizza. Finney Smith, he throws down a few good dunks. He hits some shots. I'm tired of seeing him. Cam Johnson's good when they lose. Bridges has a few good games, but I don't know, last few weeks. It is not a well-constructed team because it is a team featuring players that they traded for without a real plant. They thought Kevin Durant was going to honor his four-year extension. No, Kevin Durant was the one who requested a trade, not this summer, but the summer before. And when Kyrie said, all right, trade me, they thought they were calling Kyrie's bluff. Like, yeah, we'll trade you. We're not sending you to the Lakers. We'll send you to the Dallas Mavericks. And KD tapped him on the shoulder like, hey, what about me? (laughs) I was the first one to request a trade. I want out. And KD's weak ass was like, oh, I don't know who my teammates are going to be. You're KD. doesn't matter who your teammates are. And that's the whole problem in itself right now with the Brooklyn Nets. They don't have a star. They have a bunch of teammates. They have a bunch of role players. 
but they don't know who the star is going to be on any given night. And Jacques Vaughn, as a coach, I don't think he's a star type of coach. I don't think he's he's built to coach stars. He had a good run with the stars last year, and that's how he got this extension. Now you've got a, a bunch of different kind of role player guys, and, and they don't have an identity. They don't have a, a di- direction. I'm tired of talking about them. At least we got a feel-good win with the Devils. I mean, how about Michael McLeod, goal of the year? Yeah. Luckiest goal I've ever seen. That was great. As you said, Sheer was great. Cloud was good. And I just love the use, use, you know, when they do that whole power play thing. Just a funny team to watch. And is Vanacek now the third-string goalie? I mean, Nico Dawes had, what, 23 saves tonight? Uh... How long have you know Devils fans been talking about needing a goalie and trying to figure out the goalie situation between uh, Vitek Vanacek, Akira Schmid? Uh, Schmid's not there, so Nico Dawes, step up, do your thing. I don't know, figure it out. Uh, it is now 2024. The push is on to the Stanley Cup playoffs. And if I try to, I'm see if you agree with me. If you're to make, let's say, uh, NFL All Pro bad team. So let's say a quarterback, you'd put in uh, a mix between Char- um, Simeon, Zach Wilson at running backs. You'd put in like Jaren Dalvin Hall. Cook. What? Jaron Hall. Yeah, but he hasn't played like enough games to qualify. I know Simeon, Bro, Simeon played at least pass. five games. He, he threw a pass where I was like, this This is the NFL. So another BYU product, Zach Wilson. You put Zach Wilson as the uh, third string all-bad quarterback. So we got Dalvin Cook, uh, Javante Williams. I don't know if you've seen the Broncos games at all. <laughs> I think the guy's averaging like two and a half yards per carry. I don't know why they have like Boxman. Yeah. We saw as good as Pirine. Then if you want receivers, take out Rasheed Rice, get him the whole chief set. Marquez Valdez Scantling sucks. Yeah, you can put him in there. And if you want to give him the special teams with the Giants, right there. I know he had the punt return touchdown, but the mental Gunner. fumbles and mess ups and flags, he have the entire Giants special teams on it. Yeah, uh, Gunner is, is the special teams player of the week. Thanks for the call, Josh. Appreciate you, man. Let's go from Josh and Passaic to Josh in the Bronx. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Keith, thank you for taking my call. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And if it's broken, fix it. I'm, te- <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, Keith, you are, you, you know, you are right on. You are right on. You are the Keith McPherson that, you know, when, when this, when all these things happen, man, you know, you get emotional and, and you know your feelings come out, man. And you know this is this is why we respect. You know we give you love and respect, man, because you come out for, with the reality, man. Yeah, we're fans, and, man. You got to be passionate about right. this stuff. That's why oh. we. That's why we listen to the sports talk radio station twenty four seven. That's why we watch all these damn games. That's why we're looking up all these stats and right. numbers and reading these articles. We live this, right? Um, I I. You had me going with the Cosmicas. I thought you were going to have a nick. And then when you, when you hit on the doubles, man, <laughs> I, I know you were hitting up for your for your, for your fandom, man. And yes, sir. That and what I, I mean, wanted... I could have given it to Julius Randle right, or Jalen right, Brunson, but they right. get it all the time. I never gave it to Nico Escher. Right. It's a birthday present. It's right. his birthday today. Right. But what what I'm saying is. When I call you, it doesn't matter when you take my phone call, the beginning, the middle, or the end of your show, man. I just, I'm, I'm ready, man, because I'm, I'm just waiting for you. If there's somebody letting you down, man, I can pick you up. I can pick you up and put you ready back. to go. I know it, man. I yeah. know it. You listen. Then, 
you, you call, saying... you're, you're supportive online and on right. air. I appreciate you, Josh. Thanks for the call always and the energy. Uh, diehard WFAN fan, sports fan. Josh from the Bronx, everybody. I'm telling you, Vince is out in Brooklyn. Vince, you got it next. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, listen, I'm a long-time New York sports fan. I love anything that says New York, all right? But um, I'm, I'm partial to my Nets because I've been a Nets fan since way back. I'm talking about Billy Ports and, you know, and them cats way back in the day. Okay. Anyhow, listen, um, situation right now is probably management, a management thing. Jock Vaughn is not a bad coach, all right. He can, he can, he can, he can get down. But um, you have uh, you have uh, opportunity to spend some money, buy some cats. Uh, uh, you got a couple of draft picks that might be coming up. We're gonna see what what let's see what happens. But uh, it's the same thing on both sides. The Knicks also are like one or two players away from uh from being somebody, you know. So um. Uh, that that's my thing. Uh, I'm gonna shut it down. Let you uh, let you let you talk about that. Since Appreciate it, Vince. I I I I disagree that it's the same. Like, like both teams are a piece or two away. No, the Nets are a few pieces away. The Knicks are like one piece away from I think actually lining up and matching up with the upper echelon in the East. The Nets are one player away from like maybe being a playing playoff team where they are right now. I think they're free falling right now. I think if you look at the Nets' upcoming schedule, and I'm honestly tired about talk, tired of talking about the Nets. Like they don't, they're not worth our time. They're really not worth our time right now. I opened up saying Knicks fans call up and talk about your team and how you feel about OG Ananobi and the new look of the Knicks and them winning in the Garden and them closing out games, not fumbling games, and this new era. And who do you want them to target next? Because all the rumblings say they're going to make another move. They're not done. And I think the next move, if they get another scorer or superstar talent, puts them in the conversation of being able to challenge with the top of the East. The Brooklyn Nets should not be trying to do that. they're They're not beating anybody this year. If you've heard me the last couple nights talk about how in the last four seasons, they've been swept out of the playoffs. And it doesn't matter... Who is on the team? If it's Jamal Crawford on the team in the bubble, if it's Katie and Kyrie, if it's Mikael Bridges and Ben Simmons <clears throat> in his Givenchy sweater on the sideline, they're getting swept, B. They're getting absolutely swept, broomed. Four games, you're done. Embarrassed. I think last year, weren't they the only NBA team to get swept out of the playoffs? That hurts. It's not cool to make the playoffs and not win a single game. Get embarrassed on your home floor. So is is that what they're gunning for again? To make the play-in, make the playoffs, and be swept by one of the top teams? Miss me with that, bro. I'm good on that. The trade deadline is a month and a couple days away. See what you can get for the future. And you know what? All this talk about, like, like Jacques Vaughn last night, and I didn't listen to the postgame tonight. It doesn't matter. But talking about, yeah, we're not there yet as far as, like, diving on the ground for balls and hustling and yeah, okay, coach. They're not there yet because they're not beat for you. There, there's a disconnect. Your words aren't registering with them. You guys think you're good enough to punt games. You guys think you're good enough to to practice like resting, play guys for 10 minutes, rest them. 
You think like, I don't know, the Nets are about to go to Paris and uh, maybe that'll be good for them. But this isn't a year where I expect them to do anything. And the last thing I'll say about it before I take another call here or, and then we're going to break, for the Net fan listening, for any Nets fans that follow me and listen to me on Talking Nets, like, I think a lot of us were excited in the beginning of this year because we felt like we got away from that big, bad cloud of being the enemy, being the villain that came along with having KD, Kyrie, James Harden, the big, bad, big three that never played, but I don't know, 18 games together. And then last year with KD and Kyrie, they had a good stretch, I think, in December where they won 18 out of 20, led by Jacques Vaughn, where the Brooklyn Nets are like, that's our guy. He wasn't our guy when when we got swept out of the bubble and we hired Steve Nash as a first-year head coach, but that's our guy now. He's winning with KD and Kyrie. They're listening to him. No, they weren't. They were just out there hooping, hooping. Two of the best in the world. And then when things started to go left with Kyrie wanting his extension that you know KD got because of all the drama and nonsense that Kyrie brought off the court, you weren't willing to do that, and you were basically cutting your nose to spite your face or whatever. Like you were going against your own thing. You brought these guys here to you know run the organization, and then you're not giving them what they want. Now they're not happy. Kyrie wants out, blows the whole thing up, and here you are. So the issue is from the owner to the general manager, to the coach. There's a disconnect in the messaging. There's a disconnect in the product on the floor. It's okay. You went from the superstar era uh, era being in the discussion, being talked about nationally uh, as one of the better teams in the East, being projected to come out of the East, fail. Now you're nowhere near that. So, like, take this year, be humble about it. Realize you're not competing with anybody. And, like, you know, the net fan, to, to finish that thought that I had about going from the KD Kyrie era in those years to now, I think the net fan thought we got out of that cloud. We can get back to basketball. We get get back to, like, just watching good basketball and a, and a tough, competitive, gritty team that fits the fan base in Brooklyn and that culture more. This is not that. What we're watching out there is not that. They can only beat the Detroit Pistons. Trash. Rocco and East Meadow before we go to break. Hello? Hello. You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Um, long time, first time caller, long time listener. How hey, are you? ding, 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 ding. I'm good. Thanks for calling for the first time. Um, I wanted to think of your opinion of what, what do you think? What, if you could pinpoint one reason why the Nets have lost these past couple of games, what do you think? One reason why the Nets have lost these last couple games, what are they on a five game losing streak now? Yeah. Fatigue. I think they're tired. I think, um, you know, the, the initial grittiness and hustle has worn off. And I think it's now getting to this team. And if I trace it back five games from the Rockets loss, the Pelicans loss, the Thunder loss, losing to the Wizards, I go back to that Bucks game where it was at home during the holiday, two days after Christmas, in front of our home fans, where they decided to play Mikael Bridges 12 minutes, Royce O'Neal 10 minutes, you know, sit guys down in a game that they were in in the beginning of the game. It was 32-31 after the first quarter. 
34-28 in the second quarter. And then it's just like, you know, like their philosophy, like you're not good enough to punt games. You're not good enough to rest guys, especially this early in the season. So I think that disconnect, disconnect there with philosophy and what they had going on, I think guys are just over it. They're not listening to the coach. They're not selling out. I think we saw some effort tonight. I think we saw some guys turn it on tonight. But all in all, they don't have the talent. They don't have the guys on the court to compete with these other NBA teams. And they're getting out coached. They're getting out hustled. They're losing games. And the reality is this team wasn't built correctly. They're not that good. All right, thank you, Keith. Thanks for the call. 877-337-6666. Let's mix in some football, man. It's Thursday. It's January 4th. We're four, year, uh, four years, four days into the new year, 2024. There's one week left of this miserable football season. Jets fans call me up. Are you tanking? Do you want to lose? Hell no. You don't want to lose. You probably are going to lose, though, because there's no way Belichick and the Patriots, if this is his last game, they're not letting that streak in. And then for the Giant fan, I mean, when's the last time you beat the Eagles? They're down bad. There's some stuff coming out about A.J. Brown, and, and I'll read you a quote and some other stuff. If there's ever been a time that you might be able to get him, I mean, if you were able to hang with the Rams last week, I think your draft position is pretty locked in. If you want to get Jaden Daniels, he should be there for you, or Michael Penix Jr. But, yeah, the Giant fan wants to beat the Eagles at home and get a win. 877-337-6666. KM to 2 AM returns right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah. All right. Keith McPherson on the fan cam to 2 a.m. Let's keep talking the sports. You guys care about the Pro Bowl? I mean, the Pro Bowl now is like the Pro Bowl games and flag football and dodgeball and 
skills competition. It's not the Pro Bowl out in Honolulu on that turf field. Like that that's way done. It's been years. They like brought it to Orlando, Vegas. I don't I don't even think I've watched. I think you know, now you can just see the like clips and highlights from the Pro like who cares about the Pro Bowl? I guess guys care about it that play in the league to say that they were all pro made the Pro Bowl, but like, I don't know how, as I was putting in my notes, and they're like, how do we talk about this on air? Like, the Jets have two Pro Bowl starters. The Giants have one. I think they might have had more than one. No, they had one. And then I was also thinking about snubs. Um, I saw a, a post from MFL talking about how Bobby Okereke was snubbed. And I'm like, I, how can you be snubbed if your team isn't good? Like, part of being a pro bowler, you got to have the numbers and the stats, but you also got to win. That's a stat, too. That's a number, too. But, yeah, so the NFC Pro Bowl team, the usual suspects. I don't want to go through the names. I feel like that's not good radio. But the 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 teams came out tonight. I think around 8 o'clock, the, the names came out. The usual suspects that you can expect um, were out there. And, yeah, if you want to make a case for somebody that should have been a pro bowler, someone that you feel like got snubbed, let me know. Spoiler alert, there was no one from the Jets' offense. (laughs) Uh, And a couple from the Jets' defense. Obviously, Quinn and Williams and Sauce Gardner. Those guys just are always going to be, they're just the best of the best. They're always going to be up there. They just grade out the right way. Um, but yeah, 877-337-6666. Dalvin Cook, released from the Jets, and they're trying to come up with potential landing spots for him to join a playoff team, Dallas, Baltimore, Buffalo, Miami. You know, something I want to do, I'm not going to do tonight. I'm just going to keep taking these calls. Kevin and Queens, you're up next. Um, man, the scenarios coming up. This weekend with the playoff picture, it's going to be a good week to bet. It's going to be a good week, even though, you know, some guys are resting. Lamar Jackson is obviously going to rest. and uh, The Steelers, of course, are going to want to try and knock off the Ravens. The Dolphins, they need to win the game, but they're in. The Bills really need to win the game. Um, The Packers need to win the game. Uh, I saw Justin Fields already talking trash about... Oh, yeah, the Packers fans are going to be loud because there's nothing to do in Green Bay besides watch football. Yeah, yeah, I guess. The Jaguars, Titans, and then you got, you know, you got the Colts-Texans game. That's basically a do-or-die game, and it's going to be a good week 18 in the NFL. It's going to be interesting. Betting-wise, your fantasy football should be done, um, and most of your reality football Seasons are done with the team that you root for. 877-337-6666. Back to the topics at hand. Kevin and Queens, you're on the fan. What's up, Cave? Happy New Year, brother. Happy New Year. What you got? How's family? How's little Jackson? He's good, man. He's he's. It's, it's funny. My, my wife came home today. She's like, I feel like he's changing every week. What it is is he's becoming more every week. So he's like figuring out what he can do. It's wild. Like. It really is wild having a kid and watching a human being evolve day by day, week by week. My son is nuts. He he eats everything. He doesn't turn any food down. He puts everything in his mouth. He's he, like, 
Yeah, go ahead. He's like my new Giants. He's he's finding his identity. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't wait to see what he's gonna be. I'm like, man, I gotta make some money. This kid's gonna eat me out of house and home. Like by the time he's actually like oh, walking man. around, like the the amount of food he's already eating is nuts. Like now that he can actually eat soft food, he had eggs today. He had an orange today. He had uh, some peas, oh, some sweet potato. He's still drinking his bottles. And uh, now he's like learning how to crawl, so we got to baby proof the place. Yeah, it's a it's a full undertaking. That's what people don't see, man. I don't really like. Uh, maybe I will down the line. I don't really post too much of like my at home life, but like at home, I'm dad. I'm taking care of a baby. I'm changing diapers. I'm making bottles. Everything is on a schedule. Like I'm that's, in that's it. That's what makes you. That's what makes you. Uh, uh, that's what makes you a pattern. You know, I went through all that process. My daughter is fourteen already. But God I bless you, man. I just keep telling these parents that I'm talking to that say how old their kids are. I'm like, God bless you, because I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming of the days where I can just take my son with me to get a slice of pizza. I'm dreaming of the days where my son can dress himself. My son is self-sufficient. Like, it's a long road to get there. Keith, Keith don't forget to teach him how to tie his shoes, you know, his shoelaces. That's the biggest problem always when you're a kid. Yeah, I know. I had trouble with that. Uh, we're just going to get him the Velcro or the slip-ins. Just cut that. You know. Nah, you got to teach him. You got to <laughs> teach him that early. Definitely. God, God bless your kid, man. God bless your family as well. Thank you. But listen, you asked for a Knicks fan, right? Here I am. And, and I 100% agree with you when you say that the Knicks are only like one player away. And wouldn't you love to see your, your New Jersey brother like Coming home. My New Jersey. You know what I'm talking Carl about, Anthony right? Towns. Cat, yeah. That, that'll just, be the last piece. I know, I know Imagine, his name. I know his name gets floated around a lot. Um, I'm not going to talk down on Matuchin's zone. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns. I'm like in my head right now. I'm trying to think how he fits with the with the Knicks. I, 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 I can't say he doesn't simple. fit. Simple. Donovan Mitchell got to go. Donovan Mitchell. I mean, Mitchell Robinson, always confusing. Mitchell Robinson. That Donovan Mitchell trade really, like, haunt me, man. Nah, um, yeah, but no, it, it's it's Isaiah Hartenstein. I'm I'm proud of Isaiah Hartenstein. Um, oh, yeah, that, that's that's our guy, you know. That, that guy's been putting up in the big shoes, and he hasn't disappointed and then and the whole crew, you know. Yeah, it would be um, his minutes that take a little bit of hit if you put Cat there, but Cat would be that scoring big in the middle. Um, and Hardenstein, you know, and he had an interview. That, Go ahead. Not only that, if you really want to be one of the top dogs in the league, like, you know, versus Milwaukee, the Pacers, and whoever is becoming a threat, you need a big dog there. And that's the only guy that can say, hey, you want us? We here. You know, yeah, you need... What, what would... The Minnesota Timberwolves want in exchange the for draft him. Pick, draft picks and probably an aspiring contract. You got Fournier over there sitting down doing nothing. Nah, I, I'm think, I think the Timberwolves are one of the better teams in the NBA. I know they just lost to the Knicks, but they're the number one seed in the West. They're looking at this that's, year that's as their year to contend, right? Like last year was their first yeah. year with Gobert, and now they're looking at this year as like, okay. Uh, Let's let be honest. Let's be honest. There's no Kevin Garnett there. When Kevin Garnett was there, you could say, "Oh, we're going to the playoffs." There's we're no Kevin the Love Nets. there. There's no, you know. Um, there's Kevin no Love. There's no other Kevins there. So who's going to be there? Anthony Edwards is there. Nas Reed is yeah, there. Is the, is the young? I don't know. The, the West is interesting, man. 
with Oklahoma City's emergence, obviously the, the Denver Nuggets are still going to be there. I just watched the Pelicans absolutely mm-hmm. smack the Nets. They might be a threat. I'm telling you. Listen, jumping into baseball, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel scared. I'm scared. I think the best thing to do is just, like, not jump in the back wagon. It's going to be, it's going to be hard to beat what? the Dodgers. You're, so, okay, I was going to say, why are you scared? You're scared of the Dodgers? I'm not. I'm not. Bro. They're the dream if, team, I'm right? Scared, they're, they're I'm the... scared of the payroll. I'm scared of the farm system. I'm scared of that that, that front office. Like, they, they're evil. They're they becoming the, 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 the West Coast evil empire. Yeah, it sounds good. And, and you know, they, like I said, I respect them for always going for it, but they seem to find a way to lose. They seem to find a way to to get you know beat by the Diamondbacks this past year after winning 111 games. Like the the thing about baseball too now with this extra wild card team and uh, this this bye week for the first seeds, like it literally is a crapshoot. You like it's not a guarantee. You could have Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and they go cold in that you know three games, and that's it for your whole season. So yeah, they can stack the deck with Otani and Yamamoto and Glass now, whatever. Um, let's see it. Let's see him stay healthy and let's see him do it. Um, I'm not Listen, afraid of the Dodgers. I feel, I feel, I feel but you're, you're, like you're a Mets fan and they're the in the National League, so you're gonna have to see them then. And there's a chance that, like, you know, if the Mets, the Mets could actually draw them as like a wild card. So I understand there being some fear there. As a Yankee fan, I don't fear the Dodgers. I would love to see it be Dodgers Yankees World Series. Listen, I'll let you go with this son. Keep, but um. When it comes to the Dodgers and Mets, it's like going fishing with Grandpa. You know, you enjoy the ride, you enjoy the day, you enjoy, you know. But when it comes to the Braves, that's like I don't like my neighbor. I mm. wish this son of a gun to just move away. But listen, I felt bad this year that we didn't have baseball in New York, and and I, I'm also like, you know, in October. I feel like, the, yeah, I feel like the Mets and Yankees they're losing identity, like especially this year. It's gonna be a different team on the field. Like it's gonna be unrecognizable from both from both teams. But uh, um, I, I the way I pick today is in the wild card race. To be honest with you, because they lost they lost a lot of pieces. They keep losing pieces. That the, the you know especially the Yankees, a lot of young pitching. You know you gave it to. It's like they gave it away. Yeah, to, the to, Padres. to to get Juan Soto. Thanks for the call, Kevin. I I I don't know if I can co-sign. The identity thing, like, you know, not trolling the Mets or not 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 talking down on the Mets, but the Mets are still the Mets. It's not like their identity changed that much winning 101 games. What happened in October? What happened in the postseason? The Mets found a way to Met the next year. And the Yankees, I've been saying the Yankees are having an identity crisis for a long time, but I don't think they're going to look completely different. Judge is still going to be out there. John Carl Stanton's going to still be out there. Rizzo's going to be out there. LeMay's going to be out there. Garrett Cole's going to take the ball every five days. The Yankees are going to look the same until 22 steps in the batter's box. That's going to be different, watching Juan Soto hit before Judge. Alex Verdugo out and left. But the Yankees are going to look the same. And I I think it's just one down year for the Yankees. I think it's just one a one-off. And you can make a ton of excuses for why it went that way. Aaron Judge being hurt. But I think the Yankees get right back to like not being a <coughs> a wild card team, being able to contend, being able to win the division. When I look around the AL East, it's not like there's a Braves, Atlanta Braves, and 
the AL East. I saw a post today from the Baltimore Orioles about, oh, we literally made a movie. They made a documentary on their uh, 101-win season. 101 regular season wins. Whoop the freaking do. You didn't win a single postseason game, and you're making a movie off that? What a joke. Birdland and the bird bath. I can't wait to see the Orioles. <clears throat> the, the, like I think people forget the Orioles and Yankees were neck and neck. The Yankees blew games against the Orioles that they had. They, should, they were they were right there with them. I don't think there's a uh, there's a gap. I, I think the, I think the Yankees can be better than the Orioles, and the Orioles don't have that long. They're not paying all those young guys. They're not paying all those young talented guys. They have them under control for the next few years. It's not like they have this long extended window. It's not like they have guys locked up for uh, nine years in their primes, whatever. Uh, I I don't know. And the Mets, I do have a sneaky suspicion that the Mets aren't going to be bad. I don't think they 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 can be much worse than last year. And I just think it's a philosophy change. That's what I've been saying. It's a complete shift in philosophy. You know, you're you're going to forget some of the guys that. David Stern signed to minor league deals, some of the moves that he made. But I give them credit. They made some moves, and they did spend a little bit of money. They did actually try to go all in for Yamamoto. They didn't get him. But that's not to say that they won't. Like, the Mets are building for the future while they still have the muscle, and you know, the money muscle, the money power to go out and buy some guys to say, all right, you know, we, we didn't uh, – you know, we didn't fix this need. Let's just go buy a guy. And it'll happen in time. I think Steve Cohen knows that you can't take a year off. You can have a year where you don't expect necessarily to win the division and win the World Series, but teams are going to get into the wild card. Teams are going to um, get hot. You know, I, I don't think we're going to see another June where the Mets don't win a single series. I don't hope that the Yank. I, I hope... I hope that the Yankees don't go through another nine-game losing streak at any point of this upcoming season. Help is on the way. If there, if you, you know, I feel like we forget about some of the moves that are already made, and we forget how long the process takes. I think we're like fifty days away from spring training. There is no free agent frenzy in baseball. You got to be patient. It takes time, and I think it's just a shift in philosophy for the Mets and Mets fans. Where, you know, coincidentally enough, the owner who claims to be a Met fan, the president of baseball operations who claims he snuck into Shea Stadium, grew up as a Mets fan, they're not making the moves to appease the Mets fans anymore. In the past couple years, it was like, all right, make the big splashy moves to make the Mets fan feel empowered, feel like they're on top, feel like they've, they've got this strong team. But I think Stearns is doing the work on the margins to shore up the team for this year and the long run. Have veteran guys change the culture a bit. And, you know, they have the power of Steve Cohen, the richest owner in the sport, to be able to buy guys. And, yeah, that Pete Alonzo extension, I think that should get done. I don't expect it to get done anytime soon. But we know that they can afford it if they so choose. And for the Yankees, it just... All right, buy a starting pitcher. If Jordan Montgomery wants to come back, do it. Get it done. And Cashman, you, you got to do your job. 
Make some finesse moves. Finesse one of these GMs into a trade for a starting pitcher. Figure something out for some more depth. You got rid of all the pitching depth. You got to replace it. And we'll see how it shakes out in spring training. That's why we all go to spring training. You guys are going to spring training. I know I am. I already booked. I booked like two weeks ago. I think I booked coming off the heels of Juan Soto. Like a week after Juan Soto, I'm like, let's go. And uh, I think I booked like the last week. <clears throat> Sorry, I keep coughing. I have to keep hitting the cough button. Like I said, I was sick. And I feel like it's coming back, but I can't have that, man. I can't have that. It's cold now. It is what it is. And like I said, my son, this kid puts every single thing in his mouth. And I'm with him all the time. So he's eating germs and passing them on to me. And I got a job to do where I literally got to talk, bro. I got to I gotta make sure my voice and my throat is good and I'm not coughing, whatever it is, what it is. One hour to go. One hour left. It's wide open. I'm going to sprinkle in some topics for the Jets and the Giants in this last hour. But if you want to call in and get a word in on the Nets, on the Knicks, absolutely do that. If you have a question or a thought about the offseason in baseball for the Yankees, for the Mets, like the Kansas City Royals have spent a lot of money. So what? Do you think the Kansas City Royals are winning the World Series? Hell no. And if you want to talk Puck Devils specifically, we could do that as well. I mean, it's the fourth day of the year. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call me up, 877-337-6666, and we'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.